stupid thing. <laughs> I it's very, very, very stupid. I I don't know why I was just feeling. I was feeling so good that day. I thought it was invincible. And I got home and I was just like, eh, you know, I'll have a nosh to eat and then just do shots. <laughs> and did you did you have anything to eat? Did you just whatever we had in the backyard, like dips and chips? That is nothing. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had to relive that whole moment. I'm like, damn, that fucking sucked. Well, you know, th- this is how we heal. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you open the wound, you rub a little salt in there, and uh, just let it sit under the sun. <laughs> let it scab over, rip it off again, you know, repeat. And once that nice um, dark scar, you know, settles in, then you know you're past it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. <sighs> That's a great and disgusting way to start off the show. Um, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Next time we should just introduce ourselves as Wild Stallions. <laughs> Woo! It's never far from our minds. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um. I thought you were going to say excellent with me, and you I'm didn't. sorry. I'm sorry. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, not now. Oh, okay. All right. Um, like I was saying, I wanted to say... Excellent. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> My timing is totally off. I'm sorry. The fuck this up for me? <laughs> <laughs> Watching you. I fucked this up. Um, so like I was saying, I had, I wanted to start off with with uh with some corrections and then you said what did you say you said that uh you we're not we're not a news source (laughs) you know i I mean this was before we started recording y'all um he was just like i I have some corrections this week and i i sort of looked up at him like we're we're not an accredited news organization like nobody's basing (laughs) any sort of factual information off I know, of us, but I know. want us to come off as a little bit informed. I guess, but, like, folks, if any of you are basing, like, a report or your thesis on anything that we say, <laughs> it's whatever happens to you serves you right, because, uh, you know. And that's when Pablo said, fuck Arthur C. <laughs> Clark. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he's glad he's dead and he's floating in space. So, yeah, you know. Tre- That's the third time I'm making this joke. You, I swear, if if the Clark family busts through the door right now, and they decide, you know, they've had enough of your shit, uh, it's it's just karma. Yeah, it's just karma. Yeah. So, okay, so uh, lend us some legitimacy and uh, tell us about your. All right, so here comes the legitimacy. All right, legitimacy on parade. Um, <laughs> so in the previous podcast, I said Senator Al Green. He's a congressman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a U.S. representative from Texas's ninth congre- congressional district. Okay. Ooh. All right. Uh, also, uh, I said that there was going to be a march in July. It's actually June third. Okay. It's the March for Truth. It's uh, June third, Foley Square, uh, in New York. 
Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, and that's to demand an impartial investigation into Russian interference in the U.S. elections. All right. All right. Now we know. Yes. Um, and I also referenced a conceal and carry law uh, for Texas, and we made that we segued into the whole xenomorph thing. Um, that uh, was partially based in truth, uh, but it's actually like it, I just read an article from the Business Insider, uh, an April 27th article. Uh, from the Business Insider that referenced uh, that certain states were allowed to conceal and carry on college campuses. Uh, and it includes Texas, Idaho, Utah, Colorado, and Tennessee. All right. So, you know, don't go to school there. <laughs> All right. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's, the, uh, that's the extent of my corrections. Right. Corrections! On parade. <laughs> That's our new segment. Corrections <laughs> on parade. Here only exclusively on Robots versus Taxis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, yeah. So welcome back. It's been it's been another crazy week. Um, uh, President number forty five has decided to take the lunacy on tour. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Ameri- like Make America Look Stupid Tour, oh my starring God. Toby Keith, <laughs> Donald Trump, Melania's hand, batting <laughs> Donald's hand away. That was probably the uh, what stole the show, I got to yeah. say. It's, it was, it oh. was just all over the Twitter sphere, all over yeah. social media. It was just – and it was – the thing is, she did it so well. She did it with such uh, – choreographic grace it couldn't have possibly been the first time a lot of poise oh a a lot lot of poise poise. there was there was strength in that wrist it was just like fuck off get away (laughs) from me our contract said no (laughs) runways (laughs) nothing on the tarmac (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's uh yikes know and twice twice so far um it, uh, during the tour it's like the first time was on the tarmac mm-hmm. and the second time was when they were exiting air force one uh she was i didn't a, know there was a second time she was more slick about the second time though because he tried to reach for her hand and she did that whole like um i'm gonna pick up my hand and fix my hair movement like you know when you know when you're a kid and somebody's trying to be slick and they're like hey give me five and uh instead of just pulling away they'd like pull the hand away and run it through their hair like because uh, i'm so cool that's what she did to him and i was just like wow she but she did it with such speed it was just you could tell that the re- while the rest of her was cool the arm was repulsed it was just like Ugh. Well, That's how long has she been married to him? I don't know. She's been probably been married to him for a few years, right? At least and a few. I mean, they, yeah, they, they have they had a kid together. Just the one, right? Yeah, fair. Okay. Uh, so that means that she's had a lot of practice. So that's where the speed comes in. Yeah. She's <laughs> like a gazelle. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it was kind of hilarious. But, you know, it with a little bit of seriousness, it makes me wonder what that woman goes through. I mean, I... She's uh, like I said. She's earning a wage. She's urgent. She's earning a wage. 
Oh, that's uh, that's and that's the kind of marriage that we all all of us hope for. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes! It's uh, it's not an ideal situation, but you know, nobody walks into like marriage thinking, you know what? I'll take the Tony Montana. (laughs) I'll take the Michelle Pfeiffer hates me for the rest of my life. Um, A living prison. That's what I'm going (laughs) for. A living prison. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but uh, the first stop was um, at a location in smack dab in the middle of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and um, which was just hilarious considering everything that uh, candidate number forty five. <laughs> I don't even want to say his name these days, but um, when president number forty five was still a candidate, he said uh, so many things about Islam and Muslims and. Uh, just people from that region of the world. And then here he found himself completely surrounded by them. And, uh, of course, they gave him a, uh, a warm welcome. So which just made you, uh, which just crystallized it, that he, he definitely has a problem with um, uh, Arabic people and people of the Islamic faith, except the really, really rich ones. That, then he can get down with them. But remember what he said um, about uh, about you know about Obama, and he was like, mm-hmm. uh, he said, "I'm paraphrasing." He said, "Only losers bow down to the Saudis. <laughs> How dare he? It's very, very, very disrespectful." <laughs> I I think I remember that. Yes, yes. And then he like got. Spray tanned, he did. <laughs> Cheeto dust. Um, sorry. Theoretically, that's what happened. No, no, we can all believe it. Yeah. We can all believe it. But yeah, but yeah. And then he went ahead and found out that he also had to um, follow some tradition there, you know. And uh, it it's actually started to turn some of his more fringe following against him um some people have taken to calling him like um donald cuck or (laughs) or or oh the c word finally makes its way into the winner's circle (laughs) it's we're not talking the you know the one that ends like uh that rhymes with the word punt (laughs) no they 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 it's it's one of the uh, the favorite of uh, people on the extreme right to call everybody else essentially just cuck c u c k and if you don't know what that means, Google it because uh, that's a whole different kind of podcast that yeah, we're, we're go not, ahead and Google it. Yeah, it's um, we you know, dare you. <laughs> and if and if you decide to click a Google link that goes into Tumblr, you're you're going into a very very deep rabbit hole yeah. from which you may not ever emerge, yeah. but. Anyway, they started to call him this because they're they're just like, you know, they thought that their fearless leader would never, ever bow in the presence of. Uh, He's our king. How dare he bow to other kings? You do. <laughs> and it's just like, well, now you realize that, you know, when you're when you're in when you're occupying that office, sometimes you have to. I don't know. Observe the traditions of other cultures. Oh. <gasps> My God, what a concept. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> it does. It, it boggles the mind. Jeez. Yet again, <laughs> it boggles the mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, how dare he follow diplomacy? Oh, my goodness. What? Uh, Lord knows Angela Merkel didn't get any of that. Oh, wow. She's still waiting there for that phone to ring. I, I don't think she really <laughs> is, no. Oh, you're being sarcastic. Sorry. Like a like, sad prompt. No, no, no. She's she's German. She feels nothing. Yes. Oh, oh my God. I'm um, kidding. I'm kidding. To our German listeners, I apologize. Um, it's the nine Berliner. <laughs> that just means you're a donut. No. Are you serious? Yeah. Everybody made fun of Kennedy for saying "Ich bin ein Berliner." And that, uh, like, all the Germans made fun of him because that just means Berliner is the type of donut. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Yes, actually, I am. I am. Uh, I am a hundred percent serious. Well, then I stand by that statement even more now. <laughs> it's true, ladies and gentlemen. He is a donut. <laughs> God, did you? Um, I forgot to mention, like, on this whole, like, you know, make America look stupid tour. <laughs> also uh, included on the bill was glowing evil orbs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that was one of the oddest pictures that I think has ever been taken of any anybody occupying the uh, the office of the presidency ever. Um, and what that, the fuck was that about? And as a matter of fact, I, I, I sent Pablo a, uh, a really great picture I found online. Uh, somebody... Um, photoshopped uh, Sauron from <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. If you don't know who that is, then you know you've come to the right podcast. He's uh, a character from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, he's, I guess, a contemporary of Gandalf. Yeah. And if you don't know who Gandalf is, I mean, I can only give you but so much background no, no. Before, before occupying this entire podcast with robots. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, he's he's a uh, he's sort of this old. Uh, wizard uh, type figure who has who used to be kind of good but then really like slid off toward the evil side of things Saruman the white you know is it Saruman or Sauron uh, Sauron is the fiery it's the fiery glowing <laughs> eye and Saruman the white is the wizard gotcha gotcha Saruman all right sorry about that guys Saruman that Gandalf had to uh, break dance fight exactly which was dope. Yeah, it was dope. You could see all like the uh, the Adidas gear underneath their yeah, robes. It was like unbelievable. Old school, like they were just playing like all the old '80s cuts. That's how you do Two it. Two of Hearts. The enchanted uh, boombox off in the background. You know, Felbiv DeVoe. <laughs> anyway, but uh, any but anyway, they photoshopped Saruman into the picture with all these guys touching this glowing orb, and it wasn't even weird. No. He actually looked like he belonged there. So if you if you haven't seen this image or you'd like to, uh, visit the Robots vs. Taxes Facebook page. Uh, we'll put it up there so you guys can see. Or you can just Google it. Also, you can also visit us on Twitter and Instagram. Look at, look at me whoring us out already. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> We're trying to get sponsors. <laughs> We're looking at you, Oscar Mayer. Um <laughs> So, um, so yeah, that's that's going on abroad mm-hmm. with uh, basically, you know, uh, Trump going around and kind of embarrassing us all uh, by, you know, 
going into Israel and being like, I just came from the Middle East. Yes. Uh, uh, that would still smart. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the F the new FBI director Brennan mm -hmm. uh, basically said that um, people in Trump's camp, um, they uh, they they spoke at length with Russian with uh, Rus Russian gov government officials. So it's like. Well, there we go. I'm like, oh, here comes the house of cards tumbling down. It's just like, here, there go the first few notches. I'm telling you, my theory is going to come to fruition that they all took like, uh, they all took a field trip together. You know, <laughs> they all packed sandwiches and and whatever, a pair, an extra pair of shorts, and they all and went to two Russia. Two scoops of ice cream. <laughs> and they all went to Russia and just had a grand old time. But, no, but seriously, it's just like, I mean, how many, how many more uh, indicators do we need? Like, at this point, do people need like a video or a written, or a written confession somewhere? It's just like it's it's obvious there's been some sort of collusion. There, I mean, let's be honest here. I'm not angry <clears throat> so much, and this might be a little controversial. I'm not so much angry that. Russia interfered with our election because let's be fucking honest here. How many times have we messed with theirs or every other government uh, that exists on this planet who we had? Have we messed with theirs? I can't. I can't remember if. Oh my god! <laughs> How? If you if you think that we didn't have a hand in um, Boris Yeltsin, bring it. Yes, Boris Yeltsin and just bringing down the USSR. Oh yeah, you're right. Like, you know what? That was a very naive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my apologies. I just realized it's like the rest of the, <laughs> you can practically hear the rest of the world going. <laughs> they're angry because they got their election messed with. <laughs> Nobody died. <laughs> there wasn't a bloody coup. Oh, I know Latin America is like <laughs> this happens every day. <laughs> just like you can't even go to the store without American interference, yeah, you know. know. But. Um, but yeah, so so I'm not so much angry that we were messed with, though it definitely concerns me. Um, I'm angry that <laughs> we couldn't even get a competent guy. That's the thing, you know. It's it's it, it, every government, especially the quote unquote superpowers of the of the planet, um, engaged in this sort of activity. But we ended up with somebody who is just completely and utterly uh, unqualified for this job. And it's, it's very, very scary. Um, if you, if going to the extreme, it's like if we end up in uh, military conflicts with this guy in office, I shudder to think where we'll end up because these things, if not handled well, delicately and with intelligence, can spiral out of, out of control real quick. And if you don't believe that, just look at any other part of the world where um, a power hungry, uh, megalomaniac um, has started some sort of uh, ethnic cleansing or something along those lines. Um, but so on that extreme, there's that. And even pulling it back, let's say just talking in terms of like socioeconomic issues, the decisions that these guys are making, oh, and environmental, um, are going to reverberate with us for years, decades even. Um, and that's that's the mess that we all have to clean up while they retire to whatever vast resources they've they've accumulated while in office. Yeah. 
Now, you you brought about you you talked a little bit about the uh, about uh, you know these power hungry madmen, mm-hmm. and you know their complete lack of like empathy for the rest of the world, and and it just made me think of like just recently um, I forget where I read that uh, Trump. Uh, spoke with the president of the Philippines. I don't want to butcher his name. It's Duterte. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know what's... Do you know what's going on in the Philippines lately? Um, I feel like I heard some things, but why, why don't you... Uh, why don't well, you into the, it? the Filipino president really likes to pop off. He had really, you know... <laughs> He really thank, thank you for using that term, yeah. by the way. It's one of my favorite Obama moments. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he really li- he he talked a lot of shit about Obama when when Obama was president. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to his face, though. No, not to his face. Uh, but like now uh, with uh, with Trump, I mean, of course, because Trump's you know cozy with uh, you know uh, with dictators mm-hmm. um, and people who are often seen as evil. Uh, by logical eyes, um, uh, Trump uh, complimented uh, the Filipino president and said that he was um, he's really happy about how uh, the president is handling the drug uh, the um, the drug problem in the Philippines. Now, what's happening in the Philippines is that um, uh, the president is killing drug dealers and drug users in mass that's right i heard about uh like 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 you know you know because that's how you deal with the problem you fucking kill it you kill everybody you kill it without real without you know without considering the fact that you know maybe these people have families maybe these people are just like inches away from help you know yeah um but you know these these are how uh, these are how these dark times operate with people having like zero to no empathy for other people. So, mm. <sighs> but that's our president. Oh, um, sh- so uh, you know um, there's that. And uh, meanwhile, back at home, while you know Trump's over in you know in the Middle East, bringing people together. Um, the GOP is primed to repeal and replace Obamacare. Um, that's still on the table, and you know, I, the cl- the closer it gets, the more we're. I'm starting to feel like my my whole deal with saying, because I, I when all this when the repeal and replace Obamacare thing was on the table, um, I was like, okay. So what they're going to do is uh, they're going to repeal and replace Obamacare. It's going to be disastrous. Uh, you know, twenty. they're talking about more than 23 million people mm-hmm. uh, are going to be left uninsured. They're going to walk away from this without really replacing it, and they're going to blame it on the Democrats mm-hmm. without any safety net. And that is the barrel of the gun that we're looking down. Yeah. Yeah, um, I th- I think that this country is probably primed for um, some sort of real uprising because uh, if there's anything if there's anything that gets people in a panic and really starting to look hard at uh, what's going on is having their uh, is having their comfort or their necessities cut out from under them, and I think we saw some of that. During the 2007-2008 um, uh, 
housing crisis and uh, just the, the economic downturn during that time, uh, people started to lose uh, jobs and homes en masse. And the under good old George W. George W. Bush. Notice how the uh, the GOP or any or, or right wingers never ever raise him up as an example. You know, even though they were so gung ho for him when he got into office, it's it's a funny thing that. And I feel like to a certain extent, um, that's going to be uh, President Number Forty Five's legacy as well. Um, I, what what scares me is, is like, do we really have to like, does the shit have to hit the fan uh, the same way it did with um, Bush? But you know, that's that's a whole other thought. But uh, uh, but I was gonna say like, the, I remember that air like where George W. Bush was being like kind of uh, uh, he was hailed while he was in office, and now they make no reference to him. Uh, other than the occasional, like, didn't we have it good under George W. Bush? We didn't. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, like, yeah, maybe he might have been a tad more diplomatic, but that's that's mm. a low bar. It's a very low bar. Like. But I mean, like, the way the, the, the media arm of the Republican Party and the conservative party, uh, Fox News, spins it is that, you know, um, we shouldn't pay attention to all that shit. Mm-hmm. We should pay attention to the um, to uh, people who were killed under mysterious circumstances. Yeah. Man, this country loves to forget its history, and yeah. that's and that's why we're always repeating it. Like it's, it <laughs> we just keep going through the same shit over and over again. These issues that we think have long disappeared. Like yeah. there, there's one thing that has been consistent in the uh, protests that have happened within the last year and specifically within the last several months, especially since January, um, seeing multiple people across different protests holding up signs saying, it's 2016 or it's 2017, and I can't believe I still have to protest this shit. (laughs) Like the same issues, women's issues, uh, racial issues. The women's strike. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like it, 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 it really makes you wonder, like, for those of you who say that, oh, there's been tons of progress. Mm, not as much as you think there is. You know, I mean, it, it makes for a nice catchphrase, a feel good uh, blurb during certain months where we're either celebrating black history or celebrating women or this, that and the other. But if you really look at the books, you know, not that much progress has been made, especially if we're. We're still debating these issues. It should be done with. It should just be solidified. The abortion issue. Oh, the, the abortion fact issues. that there's there's now there's uh they're going to be cutting um, Planned Parenthood like across the board, and they're going to divert all these funds into military spending. Because ah. I know the military was just hurting for that Planned Parenthood money. <laughs> Like, we spend more money than the next 13 countries combined, and they're still saying, like, oh, our military is in shambles. Like, it's probably not because of the lack of money. It's probably because of misappropriation. Um, John McCain was on a late-night talk show last night. Okay. And he, he was talking about this current administration, and he said his approach, um, and it's, you know, it's his approach to have, he says, I pay more attention to what he does rather than he says, which there is a certain logic to it, 
I can't ignore what the guy says because it irks me. But any, but bes- that's beside the point. And he said that uh, this current budget that the uh, Trump administration just presented, he said he based part of his ha- part of his campaign on the whole premise that he would rebuild the military. He would you know revitalize it because it's in shambles and blah 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 blah. He's like, when you look at the budget, there's n- there's nothing in there that will do what John McCain feels um, will do what needs to be done to revitalize the military. So here you have another Republican, a very visible and um, in certain circles a highly esteemed Republican saying this about uh, our current administration. Um, And it really puts things in perspective. It's like he's just... He's just throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. John McCain, you mean the POW who is also a loser? Oh, oh yes. That's right. The very same guy. Oh, yeah, yeah that guy. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember. You know who told me that? <laughs> who told you that? President 45. Uh-huh, exactly. And then he sold me some steaks, <laughs> um, which were awful. Um, <laughs> while all this is happening, like wh- while our Trump is basically making – mockery out of our democratic system mm-hmm. i mean like you know you turn on i, I mean the, one of the big news deals lately like i mentioned before is the media arm of the neoconservatives is fox news mm-hmm. and uh you know uh, recently a piece of shit of theirs uh died uh which which is one? <laughs> which is fine uh, you know the boss guy that the the one what's what's his name Fuck, good old fuckface is Ted Cruz's nickname. <laughs> um, the big piece of shit, Roger Ailes. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if you heard about this, but his son vowed vengeance on those who wronged him at at uh, as a the speech at the funeral, um, which I was like, wow, that's really that's like somebody's been watching Game of Thrones, like. Binge watching Game of Thrones. We're literally dealing with wannabe supervillains. Yeah. Did he actually say, <laughs> yeah. I vow to? Oh my God. I'm paraphrasing, but he more or less vowed vengeance on those who wronged his father. These guys. Um, was Thanos there? Like, what? It's like, it's, this is. This is ridiculous. Like if I was Thanos at was on the left side, uh-huh. and then on the other side was Dark Side and Lex Luthor. Of course, of yeah. course, because those, you know, when those three knuckleheads get together, but <laughs> it's, yeah, 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 yeah. there, that's ridiculous. If 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 I was at a funeral and I heard some idiot say something like that, even even if it's the uh, the the deceased's uh, child, I'd say, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you think this is? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta rein it in there. You gotta, you know, stop with the coke, if you know what I mean. It's yeah. like you can't, you can't say. And I mean, look, that's neither here or there. I mean, th- these people, these people have gone off the deep end. Yeah. You know. Well, Roger Ailes made a career out of the whole like Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal. He himself had to step down mm. from the uh from his position as uh either president or uh senior evil uh <laughs> senior evil at fox news uh under a mire of his own sex scandals so i mean the irony <laughs> well it's palpable um but i mean like lately if you like the whole big shtick with um with fox news lately has been 
the murder of Seth Rich. Um, which is like, which is based in a real, it's, it's based partially like, like all things Fox news, it's based partially in truth, but then it gets turned into, um, sensationalism and lies on top of lies like are built from it until it turns into this corrupt tree that shrouds the truth. I, I feel for that poor kids uh parents who were just um who are completely devastated and they have to they have to watch they had to watch day in and day out see just the circus start to surround uh their son's death and all these different accusations like oh he actually turned out to be like the person who hacked the dnc and leaked it all to wikileaks yeah. and, da, 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 and so that's why the democrats had him killed blah, blah, blah. yeah it's just like god, oh my god it's a tem- it, it, uh, what happened to the liberal left it's like <laughs> they've become nothing but conspirators it's and murderers it's like no no uh, that's not that's not what happened at all and mm. that like sean hannity um you know his his words were like i'll never stop searching for the truth what fucking that's basically like oj simpson saying like Uh i'll never rest until Uh the real killers are found (laughs) 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 oh man everybody's looking to become like some sort of uh martyr figure or tragic figure um taking other people's pain of course not not going through any of their own um it shows you how much uh these people just the whole establishment just does not care about uh the intelligence of the country the well-being of the country because uh, we're all so distracted i mean there really are uh, more pressing issues to talk about in terms of our social order uh, when it comes down to people's rights or police brutality to the environment and all of the I mean, it seems like every day we just pass another milestone and ev- and scientists are like okay there goes that you know oh the coral reefs yeah whatever they're not alive anymore uh we really like them you know they were kind of a wonder of the world but yeah whatever let's just keep dumping um plastic into the ocean like we just don't care and wave our hands in the air but it's it's <laughs> It, it, it really is um, a sad uh, state of affairs. It almost makes you wish that we had uh, some sort of external force that came and invaded us. How quickly our differences would just fade away. What are you quoting? I'm quoting Adam Warlock. Oh, uh, no, shit. no, actually, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm quoting Ronald Reagan. But oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to lead us into. Uh, some some happier oh, stuff because uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Reagan did did say something like that. You oh know, really? Yeah, he's just like, yeah. If we were invaded by aliens, it's just like at this point, I'm like, well, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I tell Nancy <laughs> that we need to do something about these alien forces. <laughs> you know, because Star Wars. I don't know where I'm going with that. I was just trying to, I'm trying out my Reagan. Like, Ooh, having fun Reagan style. Very good. Where very did good. I leave my? Well, my socks were here a minute ago. Anyway, oh, um, <laughs> whatever. That guy was a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> fuck Reagan. Um, Reaganomics. 
Reaganomics. Um, yeah, we should go into. I think I think we got really serious. Like we got really dark and serious. We did. <laughs> I started. To, I started to feel my spirits start to dip significantly. Yeah. So, guys, you're listening to Robots versus Taxes on Radio, Radio Free, Free Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Thanks, guys, again for giving us the show. Yeah. Yeah. So. In the world of nerddom, yes, of geekdom, of the great stuff, today we had a pretty good um, um, release of uh, not one but two trailers, and perhaps some even internet snippets. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, thank God for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, like it's looking. I mean, we were gonna go see it anyway, but now yeah. with these new trailers, it's looking. Really, really good. It's like, all right, you can definitely see the Marvel uh, influence there. Um, uh, I have to say, uh, my favorite uh, little snippet is <laughs> seeing Peter Parker doing uh, video selfies in the middle of some of the action or just before the action of uh, Marvel's uh, Captain America Civil War. I thought that was so cool. It crosses over um, the movies in a really nice, uh, really nice way while uh, while tipping the hat to the animated series of Spider-Man in which he narrates everything and he's super silly about it. Um, Wait, which animated series are you talking about? Which one? Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing on, Spider-Man? On, on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure it aired on some other network, but... It's currently on Netflix. It's only been out like a few years or something oh, okay. like that. Right, yeah, cool. So anyway. Um, so yeah, it, the trailer is uh, super cool. I think that they're really trying to capture the spirit of Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. He's, you know, he is a hero. He does do epic stuff. But at the same time, he's a really young guy who's really just trying to figure out his way in the world. Yeah. And he's going to stumble across. Uh, he's going to stumble along the way. So I think they're really catching it uh, in a nice way so how yeah. about you pablo what i'm i'm really excited for for spider-man um you know i just i don't know i've, I've been burned twice by spider-man so far i mean with the with sony's spider-man we've all been burned yeah we've, we've all, all been, been burned, burned by that there's no ointment that yeah. is that is you know soothe that burn yet yeah and, and it was like three movies in a row with spider-man 3 Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man, mm. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. So I'm just, like, looking for it to be, like, you know, now that he's back in Marvel, mm-hmm. kind of. Kind um, of. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for, like, a really fun movie yeah. uh, experience. Uh, just considering the fact that, like, um, yeah, I, I, like, it, it times are so fucking dark, you know? And, you know, and it's not like, you know... Um, like I, I'm like I'm kind of looking for something f- like a little bit more lighthearted because I kind of like I like I mentioned I spoke to you earlier about uh, watching Twin Peaks mm. and uh, those uh, that that was stressful watching um, <laughs> <laughs> because um, it's like I know you you Ernesto here is a newbie to the Twin Peaks universe um, but uh, you saw the first episode and it's mm-hmm. kind of got this weird like. Uh, humor to it it's light it's kind of lighthearted, but it deals with dark t- subject matter uh just so we're clear guys the first episode of the original series not the um not the continuation yeah not the continue not the return yeah but the but uh the return is a very that it's vastly different 
from that world mm. and it's fucking spooky shit it's it fucking spooked the hell out of me and my wife mm. um so uh, uh so um like i'm kind of like looking forward to something that's like more in line with like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two was aw- was fun and <laughs> and awesome, so I'm kind of looking for that kind of like, yay! Life is <laughs> life is kind of like worth celebrating, you know, as opposed to like the doom and gloom of politics and uh, and um, and I'm not saying like Twin Peaks is in the doom and gloom. It's just a little bit stressful to watch because it's like spooky shit, man. This fat shit is. My hat's off. My hat is always off to David Lynch for establishing a tone. Mm-hmm. Man, he knows how to establish a tone with, with the new Twin Peaks. All right, I gotta, yeah. I gotta catch up on the old series so I yeah. can get into this uh, return. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds really, really good. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm. Re- we're both really happy with um, what seems like uh, is going to be a great movie with Spider-Man yeah. Homecoming. It's, uh, of course, we see, the implacable Tony Stark. Uh, make several appearances and say, you know, say things that only he can. Um, there's a clip, though, where he, he gets a little serious with him. He, he's like, you know, um, something like, you're you're not what I hoped you would be or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, I just, know. Like, he's just like, take it easy, man. He's yeah. like, this, this kid's figuring. He's a fucking kid, man. He's trying to figure it out. Didn't he? He just kind of helped you over there in Germany. Like, you yeah. cut him a break, all right? Yeah. Could have been killed. But um, <laughs> he tried to sleep with his, uh, his aunt. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, is he totally gonna try to get with? He's with so May. gonna try to get with me. I mean, being played by Marissa Tomei. You kidding me? Yeah. Um. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know. Yeah, God, you didn't. Marissa, that, that's yeah. that's what happens when you say her name. Like <laughs> things know. just fall apart. Men just forget how to talk. You I've know? been I've been smitten with Marissa Tomei ever since I saw her on a different world. Um, oh, that's right. She was. Yeah. yeah. Very young Marissa Tomei. Um, but uh, yeah. So you know, I mean, it's gonna be cool to see her again uh, yeah. in the movie. <laughs> Not through binoculars uh, <laughs> <laughs> or night vision goggles. I have a problem. <laughs> it's all right, buddy. The statute of limitations is already run out on Damn that. Damn so. <laughs> <laughs> What am I saying damn it for? Um, You're in the clear. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so this, this movie is definitely going to be a fun one to go see. Um, but uh, in keeping with... Uh, something attached with that universe uh it's also been announced this uh, past week that uh the one and only tom hardy will be be playing venom in a standalone movie and it's got me it's got me kind of excited um a little hesitant as well because i'm not quite sure what the particulars are with um marvel being involved with the movie uh in terms of fleshing out the character and making it really come to life i don't I'm going on record now as saying I don't trust Sony with anything superhero based. I just don't. No. Um, they've they've just they've been messed up for far too long. Everything they touch turns to shit. It really does. Um, and I don't think they and they really don't care. That's the thing. I don't think they care about their viewing audience. They just like how much money can we put into it? Um, how how many graphics? And yeah, they'll enjoy that. I remember when I went to see. Um, 
was it? Uh, I went to see some superhero movie. It might have been one of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. And then I think it was definitely if it's Sony, then it's definitely one of the Amazing Spider-Man movies that so you saw. Okay, so it was one of those. And then as <laughs> it's a bad sign that you don't remember. Which one it could have been, because they're so interchangeable. They're both so, really shitty. It was so shitty. But I remember they, as a stinger to them, it wasn't even a stinger. They just took the trailer that was being um, for, let's see, for X-Men Days of Future Past, yeah, Days I of believe. Future Past. And or was it Days of Future Past or, or First Class? I forget. It was the trailer for Days of Future Past, okay, definitely. Right. And they attached it after the film, and it's not even the same studio. So I don't know what sort of um, negotiation they had to do, but it was just there was nothing special about it. It's just like, dude, I literally saw this on the internet on the way over here. Yeah, but that's like that's it's a boardroom. Like Sony's just a boardroom. Like never have I pictured more of a boardroom full of executives mm -hmm. than I do with Sony because other movies, at least you get the feel that like actual people came in and cared about the characters. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy and like um, the first Avengers movie, oh, uh, Iron yes. Man, you know, mm -hmm. you, you get that, like in, in terms of these superhero movies, you know, you get the sense that like there are people that actually kind of really enjoy telling the whole mythos behind all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I kind of get that a little bit also from um, from DC with uh, Man of Steel and the original Batman trilogy. Not mm. so much with uh, Batman versus Superman. But with Sony, anyway, going back to Sony, mm -hmm. it's just like, it always seems like, like they always have an executive over the shoulder you know, going to the director, make it more colorful, make it snappy, make it funny, make it, make it this, make totally. it that. Totally. And then it, all we get is like a hot steaming mess of just like, you know, of CGI vomit. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, of that's Jamie totally. Foxx going like, Oh, you don't know. I'm electro. And oh. I'm just like, <laughs> Oh my God. My spirit spleen just hurt when you said that yeah, it's, uh, i'm like what are you doing in this movie why he, why he, why he just you know what he was doing they they showed him a check and he was just like yeah i'll do it whatever yeah. you know i'll do this i'll hold shazam whatever you know? <laughs> so um yeah and then they put dubstep in the movie because that's what all the kids oh. are listening to Fuck that movie. Fuck it. It was so bad. It was so bad. So, yeah. So this is why we have reservations about Sony because uh, they don't have a good track record on this sort of thing. And I'll tell you a story. I um, I went to see um, uh, I guess this is showing my age a little bit. I went to see uh, 28 Days Later in the theater. OK. When it first came out mm -hmm. um, in a really shitty theater where uh, the sound was the sound of commercials playing for uh, popcorn and candy at the <laughs> concession stand were still playing into the theater. Um, the, s the seat I was sitting in was broken, uh, and I'm pretty sure I got bed bugs from it. Oh. And then I look over to my to the side uh, of like I look to down the aisle uh, down my aisle, mm -hmm. uh, and I saw a dude getting a blowjob. Uh, in the middle of the movie. And well, at least there was some, you know, redeeming quality. To yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I still prefer <laughs> that viewing experience to the one that I experienced with Amazing Spider-Man oh. 1 and 2. Um, <laughs> so, you know, 
<laughs> thank you, blowjob dude. Yeah, thanks, blowjob dude. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so yeah, Sony. Um, so they're they're making Venom, and <laughs> the thing is, we they should be making blowjob dude the movie. <laughs> blowjob dude the movie. That's a piece of art that needs to yeah. be made. But uh, we we're fans of Tom Hardy. Uh, he's the guy's a, a really good actor. Um, he really throws himself into his characters. We have we literally have like outbursts of Bane every other every other day. day we talk to each just, other just. But when we're not, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we're not going into Goldblum, Goldblum, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, <laughs> dig up dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Some Sorry. of you have no idea what we're doing. We're um, gold blooming. We're gold blooming, and uh, we're also going to post that to the Robots versus Taxes Facebook page, so you know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so. Be sure to check that out, and you'll all of this will make sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, and so uh, Tom Hardy he um, he did play Bane in the the Dark Knight Rises, and sometimes we'll just speak to each other. There's certain words we can't even say um, outside of Bane voice, so he he leaves that much of an impression. Anyway, the guy's a phenomenal actor, and we think that he can bring what it takes to bring Venom. Uh, to life on screen. And no, I'm sorry, Topher Grace does not count. That was another... That's a, that guy's a good actor in search of a good role. Uh, I, I just don't okay. think... Okay. I don't... Yeah, I don't think Venom... I mean, that, that what the fuck was that? Venom, that was... The Frosted Tips. Oh. <laughs> you look like... like uh, Somebody was like saw Justin Timberlake in the in that era that era uh. Justin Timberlake <laughs> and was just like let's give him frosted tips. Oh, um, it was so so bad, so bad. But anyway, did yeah. you look at Netflix with like it has um it has this new anime show called Blame? Yep, saw it this past weekend. You did? Yes. <laughs> What'd you think? I thought it was dope. Really? I I, like I the premise was like oh I gotta fucking see this. This is the kind of shit I masturbate yeah, over. <laughs> <laughs> I, whoa okay i uh i didn't go quite that far well, yes, yeah i, I did. I did. did i did yeah. i did yeah i saw that i saw the trailer and i was just like it's on my queue now <laughs> um but uh yeah soiled by ernesto <laughs> she's that's exactly what i sound like too skeet, uh, skeet, skeet. Skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> um god <laughs> but yeah i i liked it it was um thought the visuals were fucking amazing i i'd literally have to watch it again um uh, the one of the main protagonists though god i kept i can't remember his name but he's he was the guy in black okay um he was so like he's somebody who like channing uh, channing tatum could play just because uh he had no uh real personality or none that needed to be acted let's say so Ch um, Channing Tatum or I would say Mark Wahlberg, but Mark Wahlberg is typically Mark Wahlberg. So I don't think he could do that. Anyway, I, I went <laughs> off. I went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but um, the it was just a very uh, beautiful anime. Um, the the concept was way out there. 
Um, it's one of those things you can really enjoy um, just letting yourself get immersed into. It's very, th th there's a mood that's set throughout the entire um, uh, production that you have to let yourself get involved in in order to absorb the story. But the action was... <laughs> was top-notch like the the way they visualized the weaponry and the way they uh just the way the characters moved it was it was just so good and it's cyberpunk right yeah okay cool definitely cyberpunk it yeah. definitely like has that ghost in the shell vibe a little bit ghost in the shell that tipped tipped its hat to the matrix a little bit Ooh. it's like yeah definitely it's i'm psyched i'm did, psyched did, oh you didn't you didn't see it no i haven't seen it yet i oh. haven't seen it yet yeah, yeah. yeah don't spoil anything yeah i me. won't i won't don't pull a jamie Jamie, if you're listening, you know what you did. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 psyched to see it, um, uh, especially because I uh, uh, like I need like I, I you know ever since the Ghost in the Shell movie was announced, I've kind of like been wanting to get like my cyberpunk like just watch something cyberpunk, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you know. The whole whitewashing thing uh, mm. kind of left a rancid taste in my mouth, so now I'm just like down to uh, down to watch you know old school anime again. So uh, absolutely, absolutely. This is probably the third or fourth time we've we've dipped our toe into that whole whitewashing Ghost in the Shell. Uh, the episode is coming. Mentioned, so yeah, it's definitely coming, guys. We're we're gonna go in to that. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's going to be as much of an informative session as it is a therapy session and venting session session that it will be for us. So uh, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, <laughs> stay tuned for that. And I think that's where we should cap it, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, awesome. So, um, all right, everyone, uh, you have yourself a nice day. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And this has been Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, we we recently lost um, Chris Cornell, um, a really great artist and uh, mm -hmm. lead singer of Soundgarden, and he um, his band uh, Soundgarden especially served as kind of like a gateway for my love of uh, like alternative rock music, and then which led into my love of like punk rock music. Um, and all the other genres of like experimental, like desert rock and all that kind of, you know, all, all, all kinds of stuff. So, um, this one was, was rough. So, um, uh, hope you guys enjoy this song of the week. Oh. 